Hello. Hello. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm in my car. I'm almost home, <laughs> but I know we had to start recording. So here we go, my friend. How are you doing? Good, good. So how are you doing? When you come home, you keep sitting in your car or you're walking in and we keep taping? I'll probably keep sitting in the car just because it's quiet in here. You know what I mean? I just got this car. I've got a got a brand new car, 2019 Kia Forte. Pretty nice. Excellent. I saw the photo. It looks good. Uh, so I yeah I I had to uh, we have to cut it a little shorter and start it now because we have um, I have another podcast. So right now I'm doing a lot of podcasts around the world. I did one in Australia this week. Uh, and I will do another one in Turkey today, and we do a lot of uh, other, uh, like PR basically for the upcoming film First Shift and for me, and it's also good. I hope that a lot of spillover comes to our podcast because I mentioned in all that other podcast overall raw, and so let's hope we gaining yeah. track. Make sure that you tell them that it's on Anchor FM, and if you could give them a link, that would be great. Yeah, I don't know if they read. I mean, verbally, in the when I talk, I can tell them, you know, but you never know. Because they could think that it's the YouTube show, you know. No podcast, but if you Google just podcast over Ball Raw, then it comes up wherever we. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's it's like yeah. yeah, yesterday. So, yeah, okay. You keep going. Yeah. Well, there was a fan who asked a question about first shift. They asked how the editing was coming across, uh, how it was going, and they also asked who is doing the music for the film. Yeah, so the editing yeah. uh, with, with Ethan Manikis in LA goes forward the whole time. And I think in two, three weeks, I will have like kind of a rough cut uh, for the film. And Ethan did Sin City, From Dust Till Down, Mashidi. So extremely good editor. And uh, so I hope we're getting uh, basically uh, something going in regard of uh, the film is a little different as my other films. The film will be edited a little different. But the music gets done by Jessica DeRoy, uh, who did 15 or 20 of my films. Yeah, a lot of your films. Yes, yeah, basically, yeah, not all my films. In the very beginning, I had Uwe Spies, a German guy for a German Fright movie, and Barshall, and so on. And then later, I had also Henning Lohner for a few. And then she took over. She worked kind of an assistant to Henning first, who was an assistant from Hans Zimmer. And then, uh, um, and she's now in Berlin. She's doing a lot of shows. And uh, um, she did, for example, there is another film from uh, the guy who did. Uh, Red Blue Sky, uh, Peter Torvald, it's on Netflix, like that vampire thing with Dominic Purcell in the airplane. And he did another film that's up on Netflix this week. And she did the music of, of this uh, stuff too. So she's good in, like, uh, made a very good career. And I'm happy that I helped her into that career. And yeah, and then I have to apply for some film festivals for fall. Uh, I wanted to do uh, the world premiere in Toronto at the film festival, my problem is that the Toronto Film Festival needs a screener of the film, it looks like, till May 10. And that is basically not doable. 
I mean, it will just not happen. So I don't know. Maybe they make an exemption, watch the film later. I don't know. I will try to apply this week and and then I see what they what they say. But otherwise, there are other festivals. The Chicago Film Festival, for example, is later, a little later, uh, and so on. So I have to see if what what from the timing fits. And, you know, so we will see. Yeah, like I said, look at Sundance. I know that you're iffy about Sundance, but if you world premiere it there, you've got a shot, you know? Yes, I will also. But then I would have to basically shelf the film till next year's January. Uh, but if Sundance would say they do a world premiere, it's maybe worth the wait, you know, that, yeah. I, that yeah. I wait for it. And uh, yeah, that come, comes up later. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, it, it happened a lot this week in general. Uh, I was in Berlin yes. shooting interviews for my Banditos documentary and uh, uh, yesterday. And so we will see, you know, uh, uh, if I ever finish this, this documentary, hopefully soon. And uh, uh, so we will, we will go from there. And uh, yeah, I mean, what else? Sun because everybody everybody knows that uh, Bandidos had a little problem because I think that uh, the airlines lost uh, some of the footage. Did you ever get that? No, that yeah, that was a, that was a very bad thing. That was basically uh, um, a situation um, where we had um, what should I say? Uh, we shot at the Bandidos World Run in a European run with four or 5,000 banditos uh, in Barcelona, and then the airline lost the suitcase. But four months later, it uh, popped back up. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So the material finally came in, what is, uh, what is very good. And, uh, now, yeah. yeah. Good, so, I was worried there for the documentary. No, I know, I know, but... Uh, uh, it's uh, it, it came up, so that is good, and it was a lot of drone footage, you know, flying with the drone over a thousand Harleys, driving around in in Spain. Uh, so that was a good, uh, very good shots, basically, and they're not so easy to get them again. But this year the run is in um, Bologna in Italy, so we oh, could. Wow. Uh, we could go uh, to Italy to film it again. But also, at one point in the documentary, you have to also think about the budget at one point. You know, you can, I'm, I'm shooting for three years. And it's a documentary on, uh, uh, on spec, basically. You know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, and it uh, means, like, I didn't sold it so far. So let's see uh, who buys it in the end. But, uh, of course, to shoot something over like 20, 30, 40 days in three years, uh, it's adding costs on. Yeah. Yeah. But Italy is beautiful, you know? No, I know. It's, 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 it would be a win-win situation. But it's in July. And in July also, you know, my son comes from Vancouver and stuff like this. And uh, I have to see. Maybe it works out uh, and it would be good. And then uh, what we have on the political landscape, we had Tucker Carlson fired and Don Lemon, yep. Lemon fired. And, and Don Lemon. 
and I heard that they're talking to each other about it, which is pretty funny. Yeah, because they hated each other, and now they feel like, oh, we're in the same boat, we got cancelled. And then I read that Don Lemon was very bad for the ratings for CNN, and uh, that he he was the opposite of Tucker Carlson, right? Tucker Carlson was enormously successful on Fox in, in the audience. And Don Lemon is a celebrity, and everybody knows him, but nobody wanted to see him. And that was basically a business decision because it was also very expensive. So to fire, that's what I read. And then you have uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, who was maybe just... It looks like he had some text messages that were so out, like conspiracy theory on steroids or whatever, that they had to say bye-bye to him. So, you know, I mean, and then we have the situation with Trump. Now he's getting accused of rape and they really want to kill him. But it looks like he moves forward. DeSantis is not confirming he's running against him. And I don't think Nikki Haley will win, will win against him. I think DeSantis is digging a grave with his fight against Disney right now. I think he's being a big baby. And if it wasn't for this Disney thing, he would have a lot more going for him. This, this Disney fight is, like, is, is holding him down. It's very petty. And it's kind of uh, hypocritical. Republicans are all about big business and corporations. Why would they want to hurt this one huge corporation? Because they said something that made them sad? You know what I mean? Fucking dumb. Yeah, and you have to see, like, Disney is not any corporation. It's an American icon. Huge, huge, From cruise ships to theme parks to the films to the film history. And Disney is historically not vogue or left wing and but they are get pushed in a position from DeSantis who is like basically in a lot of things when you see abortion issues or whatever completely out of touch with the reality yeah. with the with the world we're living in so I think uh, it's uh, DeSantis is making a horrible political mistakes and it looks also that he, he on when he when he gets out there and he's doing speeches, that he is uh, stiff. Like, like that he's not like, you know, he's like not like easygoing and uh, has he's some humor. No, yeah. it's not. It's exactly. He, he comes across cold, stiff. Uh, uh, um, and, and, and that is a bad sign because that is where Trump is strong, is in a TV duel. It's like going around and insulting the direct candidate standing with him on stage. That is where, where Trump destroyed the, the you remember the, the, the 12, 13 candidates, Cruz yes. and everybody on stage with him? He destroyed that. People were talking only about him. You know, the attention of the audience in all that TV stuff was only on, on him the whole time. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Exactly, you know, and so uh, <clears throat> so we will have maybe two very old candidates battling it out. Oh, uh, I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah, but Biden said he's running again, so nobody will stop him running. As a, the only the only way he's not running is he drops down dead one time. 
I don't know. It just feels like we've been here before. I want, I want fresh blood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's like this kind of like, uh, you have They're forcing people. us into this decision, you know? Yeah. But Kamala Harris is a disaster. As the vice president, yeah. he's basically a non-existing vice president, and uh, so now what? What are the what are what 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 are the Democrats doing? They're not backstabbing Biden when Biden says I want to run. You know. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I think he will run again. And uh, Bill Mayer did a good thing um, yesterday in uh, in his HBO show. He said. Uh, that sometimes when you're too old, uh, you, you, you need other people need to tell you like uh, it's over, you know, and he came up with the Feinstein, like the California Senate senator, the woman, she's not 90 almost. And now she's not in the Senate the whole time because she's sick the whole time. And as we know, in the US Senate, uh, is it the House, right? The house or the set notes. Yeah, she has she has shingles. I heard. Yeah, but think about it. She was not there since February, and you know how close the voting is in the house in the, in the Senate the whole time. It's like fifty against fifty. It's like they, they, they cannot afford to have one senator not on the floor when things coming to a vote. They need yeah. them all because that Gillenbrand woman turned independent in between. And they need her. So, and she's just like, you know, like a fly in the honey or whatever. Like she's attached to the, she should step back and say, I'm just too old and give the job to a younger person. You know, she can just yeah. say, that is my follower. And boom, the, 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 the Democrats have everybody in the, in the Senate again. So it's, it's like, she should do it. And Bill Mayer came up with a great example, uh, uh, the Ginsburg the Supreme Court judge who stayed on till Trump took over and then she died. And then Trump was able to fill three right-wing nuts yeah. into the yeah. Supreme Court. No president ever was able to do this, you know? And if, if Ginsburg, Obama asked her, can you not like step back and you're too old and we so that I can, during my term, Obama's term, uh, term, putting another judge in. But she didn't. And so she died during Trump, and boom, since then, the Supreme Court is basically the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. <laughs> Where you have really the feeling like they don't want abortion, they don't want blacks, they don't want immigration, they, don't, uh, they are like the, the 100 years ago. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's a weird fucking time to be an American, that's for sure. There's yeah. some gains, yeah. but then there's things that take us back generations like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very bad. And uh, uh, it's also, uh, yeah, what do you want to say? But it's, it's definitely, it was a big mistake from her not to step back at the right time. And now America has to suffer through it, you know. Nobody should work. Uh, like, but, but to be honest, like, if you're on, when you're an artist or whatever, you, you can keep working till you're dead. But if you're in a public function, like as a politic guy, right, or a judge, I think they should say, look, normally with 65 people go for retirement, 
we can make an exception. But with 75, it's definitely over. Like you cannot be a judge anymore. You cannot be a senator. You cannot be the president or whatever. That's because with, with over 75, you're kind of like total out of touch. Yeah, they had that one judge who didn't even know how to text. Yeah, exactly. What is a cell phone or something, right? And then they're sitting there in front of Mark Zuckerberg and uh, have to judge if they disallow Facebook, but they don't even know what the internet is. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's also a joke that the 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 the, the judge here, the black guy, who is uh, what is his name again, who is so corrupt and took all that the the free trips and everything from that. Ability. Oh, Clarence Thomas. Yes, Clarence Thomas, and nothing happened to him. Nothing. I mean, that would be like he normally might have to step back. I mean, it's ridiculous. You're the highest in the group of the highest judges in America voted in for like the Pope for lifelong, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's unbelievable that nothing happens to that guy. Yeah, he thinks that his politics are the right politics. Thus, he's not doing anything wrong. So it's a completely warped and twisted ideology. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else we had? Uh, hmm. The Ukraine is moving along. Yeah, a lot of people died yesterday. Like twenty-five people died in the Ukraine because there was a bomb in Rush Russia. Yes. And there will be in Turkey next week uh, uh, elections. So, uh, and Erdogan is sick and couldn't go to a lot of this campaign things. Oh. Uh, yeah. And the chance is maybe big uh, that we have uh, a chance here that uh, Erdogan is not getting reelected. Uh, I would be fucking shocked. I would be absolutely shocked. It would be amazing, but... <laughs> no, it would be great for me because then I can make holidays again in Turkey. And, you know, and at, this, at the same time, uh, it would be good for Turkey because he turned more and more into a, a, a real uh, yeah, dictator. You know, he yep. incarcerated tons of people recently. The... Uh, mayor from Istanbul, who was not his uh, opinion, got incarcerated. You know, and I mean, uh, they're in the NATO and pulling shit like what Putin uh, is doing. You know, like, oh, you're not my opinion? Okay, so let's, let's uh, organize a crime we can charge you with. <laughs> you know? It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's it's ridiculous, and it's not okay. I mean, it's, I think it's like uh, a total joke that they even let them go away with it. Now, yeah, and uh, but I hope they will not elect him again. And it's interesting because my next podcast in like 10, 15 minutes is with Turkish journalists. So, oh. and I'm, in, I'm I will see how far they go, how 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 they are able to discuss the political situations there. And uh, I'm definitely uh, will bring it up. You know, I will well, not. Well, good luck. 
Yeah, like, I mean, nothing can happen to me, right? So, I mean, I'm not going to... Nothing that hasn't already happened. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. You know, so I can be relaxed. Uh, I mean, uh, I, w I will not go back. Uh, will not go back to Turkey, uh, uh, period. Uh, but I am, I am, I have to admit that I'm a little bit flattered that Erdogan listens to the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if he doesn't understand English from what I know, but... Uh, <laughs> well, he has his aides listening to the show. Listen to this. They're talking about us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure... Uh, he has people going around on his order, checking out what's posted about him. And when yeah. he feels, oh, that is not acceptable, they just file a suit or put you on the list. You know, the, uh, if we ever get a hold of this person, put him in jail. So, oh, boy. Yeah. You know what is what was also like, um, Jerry Springer died. You know, <laughs> so it's oh, poor Jerry. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. pretty cool. He was a good mayor. He was a yes. good guy. Hey, it was a crazy show. I remember like 10, 15 years ago, I watched it from time to time because it was so absurd. This the baby is not from you. I was cheating, whatever. They were flipping out on everything and uh, almost uh, fist fights in the studio a few times. It was great. A lot of times the woman started fighting at, uh, in Jerry Springer. Yeah, a lot of white trash, American trailer trash. It was a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is that is <laughs> the situation. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in movies, have you taken your kid to see the Super Mario Brothers movie? No, he wants to go the whole time, and I try to not go <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's not a film. I think what I will too much enjoy you know the minions i can laugh about jumanji yeah no problem you know but like, like but but i i don't think that is that film funny or is it just childish that is the problem super mario i yeah. heard that it's it's like an homage to the game but it was a little bit boring that's yeah, what I exactly heard. and for a for an adult it's maybe unwatchable you know well considering that you're like mr video game movies maybe you have a an obligation to at least check it out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I better watch it later when it's your whatever whatever streamer has it. Yeah, it'll be out before you even know it. Like probably next week, right? <laughs> yeah, it comes like no, no. It's a big success in the movies. Interesting. They will delay. They will delay it a little. Yeah, but we go tomorrow with the whole family because Monday is the Labor Day. Yeah, it's a holiday, and we drive in tomorrow to Rulantica, and Rulantica is really, I would say, in the top three worldwide of this water parks. Like I said, it, it's indoor and outdoor, but mostly now indoor because it's still the goal. But uh, they have around uh, hundred rides inside like like uh, uh all kinds of water rides the half pipe and all that stuff and it's you said it's called atlantica no rulantica wait I, sh I i will send you the link uh you you can I just watch what's that over. Uh, it should when you click it on uh yeah when you click it on you see all the shit coming up right away 
uh, it's huge and it's a lot of fun. And I was there, I was there actually with KJ and, uh, um, and Walter at the Easter holidays for a day, but Walter got injured and started bleeding. So he couldn't oh. do the slides anymore. You know, they taped it, but uh, the blood, the, he, he fell on like a carpet kind of thing. And uh, so for us, after two, three hours, the day was over. And so I felt, okay, you know what? It's two hours away. Let's go. And uh, so we will go tomorrow. That will be fun. Because I like it too. I like this kind of rides. I'm not the biggest ride guy in the way of like loops and outside, you know, like the roller coaster stuff. I'm not the biggest fan of it anymore. I don't know. My, my, my stomach changed to the worst uh, with stuff like this. But I like the water rides. And... Uh, so they have a lot of uh, great stuff there too. Uh, and it's warm inside. They're not saving in gas. <laughs> the water is warm and everything. And you can swim outside and outside they have stuff too. What makes it also good. That sounds okay. like a lot of fun. I hope you yeah. guys have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have to wrap it up for today. It was only a short one. We soon do a, a little longer one. And uh, because well, good luck on your Turkish podcast. Yeah, let's see what it is. I will report about it, and uh, yeah, you can uh, put the Rulantica in the uh, in the written thing. People can check it out. Whoever comes to Germany, but it's very good. It's very very good. Okie dokie. Then so uh, yeah, talk to you later. Okay. Yeah, everybody, please follow us on Twitter. I'm Gary Otto Zero. Uva is Uva Ball Seven. So please follow us and also follow the show, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.